When you type into Google the phrase, how to be healthy, it returns over 1 billion results. But often the things that deliver the greatest impact are the most simple. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you 10 fast and powerful strategies you can start today that will not only cut through all the wellness clutter online, but will transform your health for good. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Nick Broadhurst. And that song you were listening to is a single called Always You, which you can hear on my debut album simply by heading to Spotify or iTunes and searching for my name. And it's a song that I wrote about the time when I met my wife and the challenges that we faced as we were greeted by some pretty fierce resistance to our very fast two-week engagement. But of course, we had plenty of support as well because there is always support and challenge in equal measure in all situations. But it didn't feel very fast to us. It was so effortless. It just felt perfect. But the resistance we received did at times frustrate me, which you can hear in the lyrics. So maybe, maybe you're going to call us crazy, a feeling I know I wasn't wrong. And I also sing, one day you're going to be my lover. Everybody run for cover. The ceiling's coming down. And this was really just me saying that I felt our unity had raised the bar. It had shattered any ceilings or limitations that I had once believed possible when it came to relationships. Now, on to today's show. I remember when I first started out on my health journey that I would spend literally countless hours, days, months, even years searching for answers to the hole that I had dug for myself. And I can wholeheartedly say that I feel better right now than at any time in my life. And yes, there are always some things that I do want to work on. For example, for the past six weeks, I have for the very first time ever had really bad lower back pain. And I could easily slip into victim mode and I could curse the universe for taking away my natural movement ability. But instead, I know this is a beautiful message from my number one messenger, my body, to adapt. And it's kind of crazy, right? Because it's actually, I think it's mind-blowing how life gives us what we need in order to get to the next level. For the first six months of this year, I'd been pretty relaxed around my whole yoga and stretching routine. And I wondered in the back of my mind how long I could get away with it for. And 
just literally in a couple of months, I turn 40 years old. And it blows my mind. It literally blows my mind that I'm almost 40 and I have a near teenage son because I honestly believe that as we age, we can get better and better in every area of our lives, especially with our health. So why do we look at aging as a period of decline? Seriously, I reckon screw that belief system. We all have the ability to be better today than we were yesterday. And that's what this episode is all about. We get one body. So let's do the things that give us the greatest bang for our buck, okay? Now, my lower back pain is due to ridiculously tight hamstrings and from a lot of air travel, a new workout routine, not getting in my 10,000 steps every day, sitting at my desk, creating content and music for you. All of these things shorten my hamstrings. And it was only so long before the universe gave me the sign to adapt and take my self-love to the next level. But now I find myself having to undo that physical manifestation because I let it go on for too long. And now it's going to take me some time to undo it. When instead, I could have just stuck to what I knew would give me the results. And that's what this show is all about. But why should you listen to me? Anyone who knows me will tell you that I have been pretty obsessed with all things health. But for a good reason. Because I've had to climb my way out of a pretty debilitating state of dis-ease of the body and mind. And in the process, have seen through all the noise to find what really works. And now I find myself with this wealth of knowledge, but in a much more comfortable place with my health. I know what works and I don't obsess over it. I'm gentle with myself. So if I slip up, I just return back to what I know really works. And I really want to encourage you to be gentle with yourself as well. That's why I always end this show with the same words, be gentle with yourself. These top 10 things you can do today to transform your health are the 80-20 of health hacks. There are a million things that you could be doing, but if you do just these 10, everything will change for you. So let's get started with number one, which is, drumroll, eat more plants. This one sounds a bit simple, but what does it really mean to eat more plants? Whether you are an omnivore or a vegan, it's about eating the right vegetables and the right amounts as well. So when you look at your plate, at least 80% should be vegetables. For me, organic or spray-free plants make up around 90 to 95% of my diet. But I have tuned in and done the work to understand what vegetables work for my body type and fruits as well. And in Ayurveda... I have a vata pitta constitution. So what works for me is a diet high in carbohydrates and starchy vegetables. Now, if the word carbohydrates sparks fear into your paleo keto heart, then please check out episode number 53, why I broke up with Bulletproof Coffee. I eat around 80 grams of animal protein per day, most days, maybe five days a week. Not because I love eating animals, But because for my body, which is naturally more catabolic, the Vata state, the ectomorph state is more catabolic, it does really well with a small amount of animal protein. And when I stop that, I just start to waste away. That's my reality right now. I hope that will change in the future. But right now, that's really, that's my status quo, which I would love to shift. But 
if I am to move away from animal protein, right now, today, I know that I'm not going to feel my best. So why do it? And I know this is a spiritual and ethical debate, and it's really up to you. I'm not passing judgment on whether or not you eat animal protein. That is your call. Now, my constitution is best to have cooked, starchy, and easy-to-digest vegetables. But, for example, if you're more pitter, you may do really well off raw vegetables. And that's the thing about any blanket advice. It's always incorrect because it's not looking at you as an individual. Sure, we can read the latest book on eat more fat, but what type of fat? For me, my body runs best on MUFAs, which is monounsaturated fatty acids. But for you, it could be PUFAs, which is polyunsaturated. You know, everyone is so different. And if I were to believe all the hype around a raw diet, you would slowly see me waste away because I'm just not going to be able to break down many of those harder to digest fibers in raw plants, which would result essentially me becoming malnourished and, you know, a state of malabsorption, right? We're all so different. We have to tune in. And to learn more about your body type, check out my Ayurveda series one and two. And after listening to those episodes, listen to them all, you will have a really clear and much better idea of what types of vegetables and fruits will make you thrive. Okay, that's number one. Number two, watch your protein consumption. This is so fascinating to me. There have been numerous studies on all the ill effects of over-consuming protein. But here's the shock horror for you. This one totally got me. There's one huge study that showed it didn't matter what type of protein, whether it was plant-based or animal, Both groups showed a pretty equal increased risk of death when protein exceeded about 20% of the diet. That's crazy, right? The sweet spot was around 10 to 15% maximum. So eating excess protein has been shown to have a similar risk of disease to smoking. Seriously. Now, everyone's going to need their own unique balance of macros between protein, carbs, and fats. And for example, if you're a pro athlete, then of course your protein is going to be higher. You're going to need that to recover. But for the majority of us, we really want to be tuning in to our protein intake. And as an example, eggs for breakfast, animal protein at lunch and dinner, and a protein smoothie thrown in after your workout is going to really make those protein levels way too high and move the needle in the wrong direction. If the majority of your meals are plant-based, With the occasional focus on a higher protein source at one meal, such as legumes, nuts and seeds, eggs, animal protein like chicken or fish or whatever it is that floats your boat, then this is going to see you within roughly within the optimal zone of increasing your health and longevity. So really just to keep it simple, make a mental note at each meal and remember by the end of the day, you want to have about 90% of your food consumption plant-based. That is pretty safe for most people. But again, tune in to your body type. If you are doing CrossFit five days a week and you are a pitter body type, you're going to need more protein, right? You just got to really be tuned in. But if you can use this as a guiding principle to watch your protein intake and do your best to stay around that in that 80 to 90% plant-based zone, you're going to be doing your body a massive favor. All right. Number three is essential oils. And it's no secret that I love essential oils. And why the hell wouldn't I? It's literally Mother Nature in a bottle. It's powerful plant based medicine. Essential oils are 
one of those things that you just need to get started with before you can really understand just how powerful they are. For me personally, it's had an impact on my health, but also my state of mind and my spirituality. When I put on my morning blend, which is 70% vetiver, 10% aroma touch, and 20% fractionated coconut oil, thank you to my lovely friend Diana for that little blend. It does something to me. It grounds me and I don't know, it just it makes me feel good. So why wouldn't we want to have these beautiful things in our life? Right? And again, there are so many oils and you can play with them to find what works for you. It's so much fun. But remember that not all oils are created equal. And there are a few good companies out there, but none of them come even close to the quality of doTERRA. And there's this beautiful culture within the doTERRA community where you don't speak about any competitors. It's just not worth the debate when there's no debate to be had. And I've been in Nepal harvesting wintergreen and I've seen firsthand the impact that this incredible company has had on the communities that they work with, which is what doTERRA calls co-impact sourcing. And you can head to the website, source2u.com, that's two as in T-O, source2u.com, and enter the batch number from any doTERRA bottle to see exactly what is in that very bottle that you have in your hands, all third-party tested. And I've met with the top purity testing company in the world who have stated publicly that doTERRA is the only company that will never sell oils unless they are 100% certified pure therapeutic grade. How awesome is that, right? And look, I know, you may have heard things about different companies. Essential oils are massive right now. But it's my mission with this show to only bring you the best of the best. And when it comes to oils, there is just no equal. And I might be going out on a limb just by talking about this, but if you're going to use essential oils on yourself, your family, and internally, they have to be pure, certified pure, therapeutic grade. And there is no other company I trust like doTERRA. I said it, it's out there. And the reason this company has grown to over $2 billion per year in just 10 years comes back to one thing, integrity. Integrity as a company, integrity with its leaders, integrity with the way that they source their oils, integrity with the way they treat their customers, and integrity with the impact they're having on the world through their Healing Hands Foundation. Seriously, I could go on and on and on about this, but really the best way to see for yourself is to get these gifts from Mother Earth into your life by grabbing yourself some oils and just start playing with them. If you head to IamNickBroadhurst.com forward slash oils, it will take you to a page which explains why Melissa and I love them so much and how you can get yourself some oils as well. Okay, number four is cut out the nasties. This is going to be the quickest of all the points, but it's common sense, right? It needs no explanation. If you're listening to The Nick Broadhurst Show, you have a level of self-awareness already, so this will be very obvious, but I'm going to say it again because often we need to hear things three, four, five, ten, hundred times before we do it. Cut out the following things from your diet. Gluten, refined white sugar, refined carbohydrates, trans fats, alcohol, caffeine, dairy, processed foods. Say no more. Yes, you can debate. We could talk about the benefits of raw dairy and all these sorts of things. Honestly, guys, do we really need it? It's so much easier. If there's any doubt over a food, 
Like there is definitely doubt over caffeine, right? 100% like coffee, there's doubt. Just remove it. Why bother? There's definitely doubt about dairy. Why have the debate? Just remove it. There's so many beautiful nourishing foods out there. Do we really need it? No, right? There's lots of debate about alcohol. Are there benefits? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Listen to my longevity series. There's an episode called Get Your Antioxidants, which talks about this in more detail. But when it comes down to food, I just look at this one rule. If there's doubt, chuck it out. Okay, number five, be mindful. We want as much as possible to reduce cortisol in our bodies, which is the hormone we release when we are stressed. And to be honest, for most of us, we are stressed most of the time. But how do we do this? First of all, we need to slow down. Don't be in such a rush all the time. Schedule some white space into your day so you have time to just be. When was the last time you just sat in the park for an hour with no phone, no book, nothing? Just you in silence. Does that make you feel uncomfortable just thinking about it? If it does, do it today. Take your lunch break sit down and do nothing. See how long that one hour can become. When we think we don't have space in our lives, if we just take some time where we don't fill it with something, you'll be amazed at how slow time really can go. The next thing would be to meditate every day. And I've done a whole episode on this called Why Self-Awareness is Key, which you can check out by going to iamnickbroadhurst.com forward slash 94. Honestly, meditate. I know you're going to hear me say this in every episode, just about this is the key, guys. Meditate. And it's not just any form of meditation. There are specific types that will give you the best bang for your buck. And I highly recommend you check out Why Self-Awareness is Key, episode 94, for more information on that. The next one is to breathe, okay? Our life force, our prana, our chi, is fueled by our breath. It can easily be overlooked as being way too easy to have a real effect. But let me tell you, the breath is where it's at, which is why I have a whole series coming up dedicated to the simple and transformative tool, which we can all do for free. But for now, whenever you feel stressed or just when you're in bed, I want you to try taking four deep breaths. That's four seconds on the inhalation, eight seconds on the exhalation. And this will put you very quickly into the parasympathetic nervous system state, which is where we want to be hanging out way more than in our sympathetic stressed state. So important. Disease comes from the sympathetic state. We need to get into parasympathetic more and more every single day. And the last one is to stretch. I spoke about this before. And this is mindfulness because if you really do it with mindfulness, it's really, really powerful. And you can do it with a mantra. Right, I have a mantra, which was given to me by one of my mentors, Barbaram, and it is Om Gam Ganapataya Namaha. It's Sanskrit, sounds fancy. Om Gam Ganapataya Namaha. What this really means is you're essentially surrendering attachment to any outcome. And I love that because when you're stretching in the morning, when you're doing yoga, you can just do that on your in-breath. So I go... Om Gam on the in breath, Ganapataya Namaha on the out breath. And that 
gives me roughly that four seconds in, eight seconds out, which is really powerful for getting into parasympathetic. And honestly, there are very few things we can do that are better than yoga. So powerful. Check out episode number 13, my morning routine secret weapon for my top yoga app recommendation. It is so freaking good. It's not funny. I did it this morning. I do it most mornings. I just love this app so much. It's ridiculous. Number six, 10,000 steps. Another very simple one. Make sure you're getting in 10,000 steps per day. And for me, that's about one hour of solid walking. And there are loads of ways that you can implement this into your daily routine, which I list in episode number 38. Want more energy and better health? Do this. Next, number seven is start the day with a smoothie. This is magical on so many fronts. It's not funny. It gives your body plenty of hydration, which is exactly what it needs in the morning after a whole night of slowly dehydrating. The last thing we want to do is throw butter and eggs and fatty foods and bacon in the morning and make the breakfast our biggest meal of the day. We want to make it light. We want to make it hydrating. We want to make it full of polyphenols, antioxidants. Okay, A morning smoothie is going to support the liver. It's going to support the detoxification process, which we need to do in the morning. It's easy to digest at a time of the day when your digestion is weakest. And it's a great way to get low glycemic fruit into your diet every day, such as wild blueberries. Honestly, I could go on and on and on about smoothies. It's not just any smoothie. There are specific ways you can do it. And that's exactly what I talk about in episode number 92, the ultimate breakfast for you and your family. I even break it down into specific recipes for your body type, plus heaps of information on why a big berry smoothie really is the ultimate way to start your day. Number eight, don't cook fats. I know, you're thinking, how the hell am I going to cook anything? I'll come to that in a minute. When you cook any fat, even the more heat-stable fats like tallow, for example, you are going to cause some level of oxidation. And here's the thing. This world we live in causes oxidative stress and damage with just about every single breath we take. So why would we want to ingest any foods that add to that toxic load? Why? I know what you're thinking, right? How am I going to cook? I get it. It's really simple. Steam as much as you can and use the oils at the end as a dressing, not for cooking. And rather than telling you all the different types of oils and fats, In this episode, just go to episode number 66, Don't Eat This Fat, and it will give you all the science and which ones are best to use. It's really, really simple, very, very powerful. Number nine, another simple concept, and that is stop snacking. Seriously, stop snacking. There are a few concepts that can transform your health quicker than this one, and most of us will do exceptionally well on three meals per day. But when you put food on top of a meal that has not properly digested, we create what is called anma or undigested food. And in the world of Ayurveda, anma is believed to be the root cause of disease. You can hear all about that in my Ayurveda series too. There is a whole episode on anma, that's A-M-A. And if you can't go between meals without a snack, then I highly recommend first taking a look at what you're eating. Determine your body type and then eat right for your type. Okay, really important. 
Whenever you make any changes to your diet, you need to give it time for your body to adjust. I needed, seriously, three months for my body to come out of ketogenesis and onto a high-carb diet. Ectomorph, vata-based body equals high-carb equals feel freaking awesome. Ectomorph, vata, body, low-carb, keto equals feel like you're going to die. And to be honest, it was so rough at times, those three months, but now I've adjusted and have consistent energy all day. It's now 12 months on, but very, very rarely do I ever need anything to snack on. And if this Ayurvedic approach still does not bridge the gap between meals, then it may be time to get yourself a mentor and do some hormone and gut health testing. Because data can be so powerful as a healer when you have the right guidance. So important. Actually, on that note, in November, Melissa and I are going to be getting behind an incredible new program, which has been created to give you everything you need to learn about taking your health and your family's health to the next level. So stay tuned for that. I am so freaking excited for you guys to hear about it and for me to do it as well. So we'll definitely be announcing that in November. And the last one, number 10, is drumroll, go to bed and wake up at the same time. You already have the most incredible healing system built into your body. You do it every day. So why not make the most out of your sleep? The power of getting good sleep cannot be underestimated. And the best place to start is the time you go to bed and wake up. So my challenge for you is to go to bed every night before 10 p.m., but pick a time that you stick to so your body can develop a routine. This is one way you can start to reset your circadian rhythm. So if you want to be asleep by 9 p.m., you need to be in bed by about 8.30 p.m. So you have plenty of time to relax, read, make love, whatever floats your boat. Pick a time, set an alarm for when you need to be in bed and stick to it, right? Super simple. Same goes for when you wake up. Eventually, once you have your rhythm all set, you will wake up with a, well, maybe within a 30-minute window without an alarm. But if you do need an alarm, I recommend getting yourself a sun clock, which wakes you up with light instead of sound. So, so cool. I think Philips makes a really good one. The last thing that you want is a loud alarm shocking you out of your slumber and spiking cortisol levels. We have enough cortisol. Let's not start our day like that. For me personally, the ideal window is to be asleep by 9 p.m. and awake at 5. That's eight hours of super nourishing deep sleep and I'm up early enough in the morning to luxuriate in my morning routine. For more inspo on nighttime routines, check out episode number five, The Power of Having a Nighttime Routine. So that, my friends, that's it for the top 10 things you can do today to transform your health. If you would like to take a deep dive into more of this content and see what the longest lived people in the world are doing, head to IamNickBroadhurst.com forward slash 40 and listen to my 10-part longevity series. And next week, I'm going to share with you another health hack, which has made the world of nutrition and food so much more simple, and that is food combining. It's a topic which causes so much confusion, but... I'm pretty confident I can boil it down and make it so simple for you to implement at every single meal without having to become obsessed. Super excited about that one. For all of today's show notes, head to IamNickBroadhurst.com 
forward slash 99, where you can also get the full transcript of this show if you prefer to read. And if you're not subscribed, please hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, head into iTunes and leave me a review. I'll be reading a review out next week on the show. So definitely get yours in so I can hopefully pick yours. And very soon I'll start doing some prizes as well for the best reviews. And honestly, I'm not looking for just five-star reviews. Leave me one star if you want. I just want to hear honest feedback from you. And if you can share this podcast episode, take a screenshot, share it on social media, because honestly, who couldn't do with some of this information? We can all be reminded of this. We can all learn about this. So make sure you tag me at I am Nick Broadhurst on social media so I can definitely meet you and say hello. And last of all, head into Spotify, search for my name, and please hit the follow button. Follow me as an artist and add my album to your library. Super important. And if you love any of my songs in particular, add them to your playlists because Spotify loves it when songs get added to playlists and it tells Spotify that I'm important. Anyway, remember today to look up, see the beauty around you, see the beauty within you, be gentle with yourself, be love, take care of your beautiful body, implement some of these ideas, start with one, two, three, four, get yourself to ten eventually and watch how your life transforms. Listen to your intuition and as always, have a beautiful day. I love you heaps. Ciao. And just before you go, just wanted to let you know that the information and views presented in this podcast are personal and for educational and entertainment purposes only. The information presented is not intended as a substitute for medical or professional advice. Please seek advice from a qualified medical practitioner before starting any new diet, health or lifestyle practice. There you go. Catch you soon.